Hello there. Hello there and welcome to Spark of Rebellion. This is the weekly Star Wars podcast. My name's Gary, I'm one of your hosts and welcome to episode 191. We're nearly at 200. They are sailing by quicker than somebody trying to cheese the old uh, the old Kessel Run. Yeah, trying to cheat a little bit. Yeah, get there before 200, but not us. By the book, every episode done and dusted. Before you know it, it'll be 500 and 750, and then it'll, I don't know, seasons maybe after that. Who knows? Depends what's going on with Star Wars. Well, I'd like to think that with all the Star Wars shiz coming out that Kath has spoken about and announced that we've got years, years and years of Star Wars content to talk through. But when I bring my co-host on, depending on his tone, depending on the mood, that could be cut short. We could do another month. He's like, Gary, I'm just done, mate. I'm just done with this. I'm done with you. Done with the podcast. Who knows? We'll see. But I'm going to bring you on in a second. But before that, if you want to support the show, you can do that just by following and subscribing. That'd be awesome. Just find us. Whatever podcast app you listen to your podcasts on, just do a search of Spark Rebellion. You'll find us on there. That way you won't miss an episode when it lands every Saturday. Or if you want to listen over on the website, if you're the sort of geek, a bit of a nerd at work, yeah, a bit of a developer maybe, or in, I don't know real estate and you use a computer whatever you like just go to sparkrebellion.com you can listen to all the episodes for free over there as well and if you want to support us in any other way you can do that via sparkrebellion.com forward slash support and you can jump on you can choose the light side or the dark side three bucks a month and uh everything that goes through there we pop back into the podcast so you get cool star wars content each and every week and to those of you that are still supporting us we love you thank you very much and we hope you continue to support us so thank you very much for that. So let's bring him on. Let's bring the dude on. It's Mr. Mask. <laughs> around the house a bit there, didn't you? We're not going to edit, bother editing that one. We'll just leave that in. Yeah. No stopping and starting on this gig. Straight in. I'm going to not in. stop talking. I'm, there's going to be no editing gap. It's going to be impossible <laughs> to edit this. So I'm just going to keep going. So screw you, editor. Nope. We're going to keep that in. You went around the house a bit then, didn't you? You were like, oh, yeah. And I'm sure you said cheese the kettle run. Yeah, as in like, you know. And I've just said kettle run, not fucking kettle run. (laughs) (laughs) What a dick. (laughs) We're going to cheese the kettle run. I'll tell you what it is, listener. We normally record on a Friday (laughs) where we're a bit more chilled, you know, a bit more laid back because it's the end of the week. Now we're in like peak performance mode. It's Wednesday. So we're, um, if anything, we should be better. We should be on the ball more. But... Yeah. It's Mr. Mark Asquith. How you doing, dude? <laughs> Jeez, a kettle run. I'm all right, mate. Yeah. You're still going to try and edit that out, aren't you? I know your game. There yeah. it is. There it is. I'm all right, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same old, going on holiday, going down Torquay. You know, I always go Torquay. Nice. Take the kid down. Take the old outlaws down. Solid. Got to be done. Yeah. Yep. Got to be done. So doing that on Friday, free tag. And then, uh, otherwise, solid, mate, yeah. You know, just work, play. Yeah, Mars Bar, okay. today. Or Live Apple. fast, die old. Mm. Yeah. I'll read you. Dude, I've got a couple yeah. of new books. 
What you got, oh, Bound Flight? Hustler, wow. Anyone that does video, watches, uh, does video, we do, uh, we do video. So Gaz has just said, uh, held up, what is that, 1989 Hustler magazine? Yeah, that's got all of the cheesy ads still not glued together. Uh, well, so, get yourself a dressing gown out of here, why? Full page advert. All good, yeah. yeah. No worries, all the pages are intact, all good. The reader's wives like you in a dressing gown. I described the book. It's Outbound Flight by oh, Timothy Zahn. Nice. The reason I got that is because Mark bullied me into getting it. Mark's mm. version of bullying is like this. Instead of just saying, look, Gaz, pick up the book. Pick up the book. Pick up the book. Pick up the book. Because I'm going to punch you in the face if you don't the next time I see you. What he does mm. is he says, every 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 conversation we have, he's like, you got that book? Yeah. Have you, uh, have you read Outbound Flight yet? It's like one of the best Timothy Zahn books. I'm like, yeah, I'll get to it, mate. And then two days. Have you got that book yet? Yeah. So, how to get that? So, I got that. And I'm catching up with the, from a certain point of view, books. Oh. So, I got the New Hope one. Obvs. Nice. And I don't know if this is any good. I think it's got mixed reviews, this one, but yeah, who There's, there's who some great stuff in there. And some way you're like, what was that all about then? Yeah. Yeah. The Return of the Jedi one's like 300 quid or something. It's not clearly not 300 quid, but it's way overpriced when it came out. Did you see that? It was like 26 quid or something. That's right. Yeah. It's not that price. pre-order it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. I might have a look at that. Actually. I might do that. Um, in fact, I'm going to do it now just to see, because it was extortionate. It was extortionate. Yeah. That was when Star Wars, uh, Disney probably were like, okay, we've got this new thing that's on at the minute. It's either The Mandalorian or something. So yeah, yeah. anyone that's researching any sort of Star Wars merch, let's mark it up a little bit because there's going to be tens of thousands of people who are searching for that stuff now because it's on the telly box. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, whack a few quid on that. Yeah. Still 20 quid hardcover. Soft covers, paperbacks not come out yet. 20 quid on the old hard... Oh, yeah, yeah. Just wait till it's at least 11 quid paperback. Indeed, this was 9.99, mate, so... Bargain. Exactly. Yeah. Don't mind that. Profit Good on that, excellent. So that's what uh, that's basically what I've been up to, mate. I've not done anything Star Warsy, but I have picked up a couple of books, so some weekend reading in the pipeline. Nice. We started uh, all the Ahsoka stuff because August twenty third is coming around two months, and uh, so we did last episode of season five, the Wrong Jedi, the old trial. Mm-hmm. Then did the last. We're gonna we're doing the last episodes, five episodes of season seven. Then we're gonna do the two tales of the Jedi after that take place after Revenge of the Sith, and then spin through Rebels Ready, which I know we'll talk about later. But yeah, that's what we've been doing. A lot to watch though now. Sounds good. It is a lot, isn't it? Yeah, it is a lot. Looks. Yeah, and you can see why Ahsoka is almost front and center within the you know that era mm. of Star Wars. You know, lots of cool stuff that revolves around her. And stuff she gets involved with. So, yeah, you can see why. Good. Big time. Big time. Anyway, I don't want to go around the houses anymore. Talk about books or anything. So, let's crack on with the news. The first story. This was um, a bit of a carryover from last week, actually. I think this was announced as we were recording or like a couple of minutes before, something like that. But old Kath has, um, uh, has gone on record... Or well, somebody's gone on record to say that we've now got the new Ray Skywalker movie. 
um, has been uh, slotted into the May release of 2026. We spoke about this a couple of weeks ago where they had said, we're going to release these three movies. One of them is going to be May 26, one of them is going to be Christmas 26, and then the other one's going to be, I think it's 27 at some point. But we just didn't know which films were going to slot into those um, release windows. So now we know that the new Jedi Order movie, the Ray one, that's going to be May 22nd, 2026. So I'm surprised by that. I thought that one was going to be the Christmas one because that's typically what they've done with the um, most of the uh, the movies up to now. And I thought they were going to reserve the May slot for the the um, the dawn of the you know the the dawn of the Jedi, uh, the Mangold film. So I got that wrong. So what do you reckon, dude? This is um, I mean it's not the end of the world. It's still cool. Like May is a cool Star Wars month, obviously. But I just don't know. Just had this pegged as a Crimbo one. Yeah, I did as well because the the saga stuff, sequel stuff came out at Christmas and it was like a big event. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> you'd finish work, get get drunk, have a few drinks, and then go and watch Star Wars. It was mint. It was actually really good, and it felt yeah, felt good to do that. And it, I'm, I'm I don't know, like on two, I see two sides of this. I I wonder if they're worried about what happened with Solo coming out in May, and so they put in the person that's recognizable, more recognizable, which is Ray, in the May slot. So it's not like here's another Star Wars film with a face you don't recognize. Even though it was Han Solo, people were like that's Han Solo. So I wonder, I wonder if that's part of a part of the thing, um, because otherwise you'd have to educate on what is this is Star Wars, but I don't know anything about these things, and it's summer. So am I going to go? I don't know. It's summer blockbuster season. Does it feel like a blockbuster if it's not got anyone in it? I know, which is I know is sort of weird, ironic. Um, so I think I get it. I think I just I think I get that logic if that is indeed the logic but then at the same time you've got to do all the marketing around a new star wars film at christmas and i, I don't know i guess they just might think that the holiday season i don't know is it is it less less harsh if it doesn't perform or is it more harsh i don't know i don't know how the movie industry works to that end degree but mm. I, I i think the trial by fire is the new movie and i just don't think there's a good time to put it out where it needs less marketing or will have less pressure to perform. I just, yeah. So maybe it's just to mitigate that. Maybe it's just like people will recognize Ray probably, but at least certainly more than they would anyone else. Unless, unless they cast a big star in the new movie. You know, if, if this turns out to be, if this has got um, Arnold Schwarzenegger in it, you know, stick him on it on the front, the poster. It's like, oh, it's Star Wars. Look at the logo. And that's Arnie. Right. (laughs) Job done. I found this thing. I've called it the force. <laughs> it's great, you know. I need your clothes, your boots, your lightsaber, and your hyperdrive. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think I get what you're saying with that, yeah. And I, I'm wondering if it's because there's already some other big films that have been announced for next year. Mm. And it's like, what do we go up against? Do we have... I have no idea if there's a new Marvel film out or a new thing. I don't know. I don't know. Could be when that. did he say next year? Uh, Twenty six. Sorry. Yeah. So I, I don't know if like now. One surprise yeah. with Disney, though. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. I, I mean, like you know, with Marvel, have got their phases all queued up until like twenty twenty nine or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, maybe they've got 
some big thing coming out then it's like what do you go up against because it has to be either because it's a star wars film it has to be either blockbuster season or christmas you couldn't just pop this out in you know february or you know i don't know yeah, september yeah. you don't I mean it'd be weird so um for that might be a cool thing who knows but yeah at least we now know that it's a mid-year thing but i would just just part of me thought it would have been really cool to have a crimbo saga continuation not skywalker saga but you know the main the main thread mm. it so, makes you wonder like that's i mean that's a good point dude like i just don't see how this can't be the skywalker saga extended as well you know it mm. if anakin's in this and luke is in this I, you know there's there's how are they not gonna be on the posters luke in particular come on mm. oh yeah yep even if it's just like an old school you know star wars poster with him he's, he's the little he's the little one that you know he's just in there he's gonna be because he's gonna sell tickets Mm-hmm. And it, that's yeah. what makes me think it's either testing the May slot because of what happened with Solo. Like, and it goes up against bigger movies. I know at Christmas you only get one or two big movies, like Aquaman's out this year. I think Wonder Woman was a couple of years ago. Like, there's less competition. I don't know. Maybe it is that. It just, yeah, I don't know, man. It's probably all good. Like you said, we're no experts in this stuff. There's probably people that have done research and all this, and they're like, yep, this is definitely the right time to do the Ray film, without a doubt. Mm. And then it'll flop and it'll be like, so that was a perfect time, was it? Yep. Oh, don't don't well, get me started on that stuff. Saw on Facebook today, didn't I? <laughs> like all the Star Wars twats, like they, they just announced, you know, they put this this out, this story out and uh, it, it, like it's just a, the, the movies moving forward. Comment after comment, like thousand comments. Yeah, more Disney shite. Or I prefer Anakin and Jason Solo. And you're like, fuck. What do you want? Like, don't watch it, then you ask. And get out of the communities. Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. So I wonder if there's a little bit around that as well, because people just generally expect blockbusters in May time. And I just wonder if it's, maybe like you said, yeah. they've run the numbers and they're aiming it at as much about casual viewers. Because, like, the fans are generally going to be asses. You know, you know, the ones that are asses are going to be asses. Guys mm-hmm. like us, we have a bit of banter about it if it's terrible, but we're not going to be asses and be like, you know, Kathleen Kennedy wants firing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all, all, oh, I wish it was, I wish it was legend stuff. You know, <laughs> there's going to be none of that. So, I, I just wonder if there's that casual viewership that they're aiming for as well. I just, I mean, Christ, imagine being in charge of this stuff. You'd never get it right, would you? You wouldn't. No, you'd be under, you'd be under fire all the time. It'd be very difficult. Um, the only thing that lines up is a bit. It's probably the weekend around what they used to do in when the original trilogy. I wasn't, I wasn't alive. I love saying that because I'm not that old yet. I wasn't alive when a New Hope or just Star Wars dropped in 1977. But that came out the weekend, the last weekend in May, which which just fell on the 25th. So it's probably like you know, this is what we used to do with Star Wars. You know, it used to be a May thing. So yeah. And kind of, kind of see what they're doing with this one, but yeah, we'll see. So that means that the Christmas slot is either the Dave Filoni Mandoverse film or it's the uh, the Mangold Dawn of the Jedi, whichever one. Uh, they'll keep us guessing, I suppose, for a while on that one. Uh, following up on this report, actually, before we get onto this, talking mm. of Arnie, I watched the first couple of episodes of that series you mentioned, <clears throat> Fubar. Is it called Fubar? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and mate, yeah, it's um. <laughs> 
it's uh I can't quite figure it out yet. I, I don't know if it's um if it's Arnie doing just hamming it up completely over the top because that's what he's been told to do and that's the director's sort of thing or if he's just thought you know what no one's going to tell me how to act anymore i'm just going to do what i want i'm just going to piss around with it and like be tongue in cheek and yeah but in it i can't figure out if it's satire or not yeah like i can't i mean it's it's pretty enjoyable don't get me wrong it's cheesy Mm. as hell and it's a little bit predictable but it's pretty enjoyable it's not too bad (laughs) it's like is it a comedy is it not is he supposed to is he supposed to be funny yeah or is it and like (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's just Arnie his worst Arnie but it is which then brings him to being his best Arnie mm-hmm. yeah like you want that from him imagine if he turned up and he was a serious actor in it you'd be like oh, this is shocking <laughs> I don't want this I want one liners that's her violin arm you're like oh here he is yeah. <laughs> here he is you know what I mean if he didn't say that you'd just be like god what's this so yeah. I don't know what to it's one of those where you just, I think you turn it on and you're just like, well, that's that. <laughs> yeah, there's no mental energy needed to process it. You know, it's just, you can almost watch it in the background, almost. Yeah. And you um, couldn't even, you, I don't know if you could properly, like, unless you're a proper critic, don't even know if you could review it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, um, it's worlds apart from the Stallone one that I watched as well. That, that takes yeah. itself very seriously. That's like hard-nosed you know gritty kind of very adult and this is like the this is um yeah but it's it's all right though i'm gonna watch another episode see how we get on yeah but yeah it is fun it is fun it is fun get him in star wars oh can you imagine if he turned up in do you know what he does have the chops to play that kind of seriousness every now and then when he wants to like back in the early days when he's doing like terminator and stuff like the first terminator film and uh there was a film that he did as well. I can't, I don't, I didn't see it, but it looked really adult. Basically him surviving a, uh, an apocalyptic event or something. And he's with, Oh yeah. I know the one uh, end of days. Was it not end of days? Not end of days. No. Um, yeah. just basically all the promotional shots were him in a, in a plaid shirt walking mm-hmm. around his old house. And oh yeah. No, I do remember that one. That's more recent in it. Yeah. 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 Apparently he's really good in that. Like very tonally, serious mm. and all that stuff so he can do it man he can do it get him in star wars defo he'd, he'd be, be cool. like the custodian of the force like get him in this new jedi order yeah, yeah. sorry no that dawn, dawn of the force one with mangold yeah. stick him a beard on bit of long hair mm-hmm. grumpy old austrian hermit in a cave what are you doing here <laughs> get out get- <laughs> this is not for you Right. What's your name? <laughs> Arnold. No, no, no. Cut. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Listen, my friend Rocky God. does not have to deal with this shit. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. This is when they all talk to each other by their actors, um, uh, by their character names. Yeah. And nobody's pulled them up on it. My friend over here, Apollo. Apollo. What do you yeah. think of this? <laughs> And he's like, damn, we had this shit on Predator, man. (laughs) The force, it's everywhere. I can smell it, even here. You like midichlorians? 
I like maxi chlorians. <laughs> more, give me more. <laughs> Unlimited midichlorians everywhere. <laughs> oh my god! I right. will not stop. All right, Arnold. Wrong film, Shagger. Move on. Move on. I thought it was Bruce Willis that was losing it. Yeah. He's just as bad. Oh. Cutting it, cutting it, yeah. That, that's a director, don't say that about my friend John McLean. John McLean, yeah. <laughs> well, the thing about that is, I love that he understands that when he says Bruce Willis, he means Bruce Willis, but he still calls him John McLean. Yeah, it's like a purposeful denial sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Onward. We'll set that up another time, the petition to get Arnie in Star Wars. For now, Kathleen Kennedy has done an interview really surprisingly with a website called games radar you don't typically get the big ones from behind the studios on there so this is pretty sweet and the only reason that she was talking about this is because as we've mentioned many times when somebody from star wars is being interviewed about another project the interview just turns into star wars anyway so she was doing something about the latest indiana jones film i think it was a red carpet thing or a, a press junket something like that anyway they spent 10 seconds about indie. Is it good? Yes. Is Harrison good? Yes. Right. Perfect. Right. On to Star Wars for the next 25 minutes. So they quizzed her about the two of the three new films. And she's um, essentially said that there is a, a, a tangible link between the two films, which kind of surprised a lot of people because the two films are set at opposite ends of a very, very long timeline. So... We obviously have the dawn of the of the Jedi film, which is the the origins or the Ten Commandments, quote unquote, of the Force, and then um, many many years, thousands of years later, through the Skywalker saga and onto the um, the new Jedi film with Rey, and they couldn't be you know more different films and you know across set across two different time periods. So um, when she was quizzed about it, she said that. Um, chronicling, uh, chronicling the, the the whole Jedi thing and the Force thing. She said, that's come up a lot from the moment I stepped in and George brought to me brought it to me uh, as I joined the company. There's been a lot of interest in that. She said it was something that um, Jim Mangold immediately sparked to. And I think it's a really nice compliment to what we're doing with moving into the future with Ray, but then understanding a bit more of where this all came from because it will be at the heart of creating the new Jedi Order. So to get a real sense of where that might have began with the Dawn of the Jedi, that could be pretty cool. So what she's saying is, what it sounds like she's saying is the new stuff with Rey has to reference that older stuff in the Dawn of the Jedi film in order for her to successfully construct and develop this new Jedi Order. So that's kind of in, that's um, that's kind of interesting that she's mentioned that. Um, and although... This is something that you picked up on, dude, the last couple of weeks or the last few weeks that we've spoken about it. It does seem to point to early Jedi rather than early Force. Even Kath's like mentioning it now. She's saying, you know, this, you know, this dawn of the Jedi stuff and the the origins of the Jedi, essentially. She's not referencing the origins or the discovery of the Force. She's talking about Jedi. So um, the two films are linked, dude. What do you think to to her actually saying that out loud because you wouldn't have thought that really. No, 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 I get that. And I wonder if it'll just be like a tangential sort of link between the Jedi texts that we've not, like no one's read them. So, and and the fact that, oh, this is referenced here 
and it's the thing that we then see in the movie at Christmas. Oh yeah, just a little Easter egg. You know, here's the, here's the, of course, yeah, we bumped into this guy like thousands of years ago, and he uh, he said you can't do that with a force, you bugalugs. Stick that in the old textbook. What are you doing? Taking notes? Yeah, taking notes, mate. This is all new. So I just wonder if it's going to be like <clears throat> something as tangential as that, or whether it'll be a bit more like they're doing with the High Republic a little bit, where um, in some of the newer literature featuring like Luke and his travels between Return of the Jedi and, and any other time we see him like in Mando or whatever, he's starting to come across like the Force Ghost of Stellan Geos from High Republic or or whatever. So um, I, I don't know how far it's going to go. It gives me a little bit more hope that they are planning this more than they did the sequels because at least they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be linked. Like... If The Force Awakens had come out and then they'd have been like, yeah, yeah, Palpatine's definitely still the bad guy. We'd have been like, oh, you fucking spoiled that, but actually cool, <laughs> you know? So it would have it would have, it would have annoyed a lot of people. Ah, they're not original. But then when it had played out, looking back on it, they'd have been like, okay, actually, there's a story. Um, so from that perspective, it's quite refreshing that they seem to be doing yeah. a bit of a, a bit of planning. And it, it's mm. nice that that's come from her as well and not someone like Fabro or Filoni who are known for that aspect of planning that... See, you know, there's the TV and the, the movie side of things and clearly the TV seems to be more concerned about connective tissue than the movies are. So this bit, from that perspective, that's actually quite nice. Um, I don't know how deep it will go and whether it'll be, like, will it be anything that affects the plot? Maybe, maybe not. Doubtful for me, it will be more like, uh, you know learned references that inform this new order, you know, and, and where did the old order go wrong when compared to the false discoveries? And, you know, what was that? Where did, why did they get it so wrong when we're all based off this original set of rules? Or I don't know, something, I, I don't know, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But I, I just hope it's, what I what I hope they don't do as, as well, though, on the complete flip side of that is like make everything required viewing. I think if we're going to do this fresh, like do it fresh, don't do any books until such time that it's relevant. Don't be like, right, it's, you got to read this to enjoy this more. Just go back to the basics, like, you know, back in the day. Just, mm -hmm. there's the movie, that's the movie. You know, yeah. so it's, yeah, it's fraught with ups and downs, I think. Yeah, you're right, dude. Yeah. And I I also agree with you that it's good that it's come from Kath as well. Because sometimes you get the stories that are like, it's been rumoured that Kath has said. So it's good that she's on record to say... You know, this is the link between them. But you can see the YouTube videos now, though, dude. Kathleen Kennedy has announced that every actor in both films will cross over and will star in each other's films. And they'll be, you know, Don't they're all going to jump started, on. Don't yeah. yeah. Kathleen Kennedy confirms Endgame-style universe mashup. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yep. A lot of people probably think that it's now going to be like, uh, you know, the X-Men stuff they did, like Days of future past i think it was called or something like that you know when they crossed over the timelines and like the old people were in it as they with their younger selves and all that you know there'll be a load of people thinking that's all that's all coming and stuff like that and i have to say there is one scene in i can't say it there's one scene in Go the on. jedi survivor video game that i thought oh okay that could be a thing. I can't say it, dude. Because you're spoilers. Spoilers, yeah. All um, right, all right. Well, I'll stick a pin in that. 
and I'll okay. come back to it at some point. Yeah. Okay, so that's the link between the two between the two movies that Kath has said. So now, if we watch those films and they have literally nothing to do with each other, everything that she says now will be like, oh yeah, a bit like when you said that they were linked somehow. Yeah, all right. Dave Filoni confirms that Dave-o. Dave-o, that Ahsoka, the upcoming Ahsoka stuff, is not a f- uh, the tagline. Oh, come on, screen rant. Come on. The headline is, Dave Filoni confirms it. Ahsoka is officially Star Wars Rebel Season 5. That is not official. That's a bit loose there. Basically, they were talking to Rosario Dawson. Uh, this is an interview with Total Film Magazine. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, she's in Star Wars, so the topic of conversation is Star Wars. And she was saying that, um, they were saying that how the upcoming series ties in very closely to the Rebels um, animated show. And she was um, recounting a conversation she had with Dave Filoni. And um, she said, uh, I'm pretty sure Dave, old Davo, I'm pretty sure Dave said, this is basically like the fifth season of Rebels. She says, so it felt nice to feel that sort of continuation with the people that's got such a rich history, you know, all that stuff. So she's saying that he said that this is basically like the fifth season of Rebels. This is not an this is not an official Lucasfilm have announced that you know this is called Asako Star Wars Rebel season five. It's not, but you can see exactly where Dave's coming from, and uh, you've got some stuff in common with old Dave, mate. Because every time that we've spoken about Ahsoka, the first words out of your mouth have normally been, "Well, this is basically going to be Rebels five, isn't it? This is going to be Rebels five. So yeah." That's not a bad thing, dude. Not a bad oh, thing no at all. all. No, no, and it's interesting, isn't it? Like, obviously, you want your clickbait. That's what's gone on there. That's cool. No sweat. And uh, but I think if you dig under the surface of it a little bit, I think it's um, it gives you that that um, it gives you that confirmation that the TV guys are trying to build build something that builds off everything. Um, and 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 you know, like the the, the rumours about Tamira Morrison playing Rex and so on. I think it's it feels like this is. Probably, and I don't know what the movie's going to do, but if not this, certainly the movie, I feel, will probably bring a lot of his characters' arcs to an end. You know, I don't see Rex surviving this. I don't see Ahsoka surviving much past the end of the movie. Um, and it just feels like Filoni's got that breadth to be able to... I don't want to say swan song things, but to... Um, Finish telling his stories whilst also bringing, you know, him and Favreau created Din Djarin, the Mandalorian. And, and so he's, he's got, there's plenty more in there. It's not like it's, okay, we'll wipe out all my characters and I'm done. He's he's constantly creating by the sounds of it. So I don't know, it, it just, like, this is not a surprise. Um, it's hilarious that they caught sort of, that they do what they do with the title. I think we, could, we just come to expect that now, don't we? Um, <laughs> but it, yeah, I think it's 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 almost reassuring because I think one of the, the things that you could you, you always run the risk of with something like Star Wars is that, you know, we've seen it with um, like Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, right? We saw it with Last, Je- Last Jedi. Um, you, you spend ages speculating about it. Oh, Tom Cruise is going to be a variant Iron Man and this, that and the other. Yeah, that would have been mint, don't get me wrong. Like We're doing it now with Deadpool 3. That's going to be another multiversal movie, apparently, with like, apparently Ben Affleck was on set filming as Daredevil. And you're like, fucking hell, that's mint. 
So, you know, this... It could be it could be all rubbish because we did it with Last Jedi. Oh, Ray's Obi Wan's grandkid and related to Qui Gon this that, and the other, and none of it pans out. So we get a little bit annoyed by it. Whereas I think I just wonder if Filoni and, and that crew just know about that and they've sort of figured it out. And it's just yeah, it's it's cool. I'm not going to go out and explicitly say this is Rebels Five, but let's not pretend that it's not either. So mm-hmm. you, you you run the risk. Or you don't run the risk, or you run the far, far less risk of people having such a big expectation in their mind of what this will be, and then only three percent of it showing up in the the series or the movie. Whereas you know, with this, it's like okay, yeah, we can expect roughly where this might go, and fifty percent of what we thought might be in this, and the other fifty percent is new, and we didn't quite guess that. So like, there's there's sort of pros and cons to this, I think, but it's not a surprise, is it? It's not a surprise. Not really. Not when you've seen all the characters that have been announced and and the... Not that we've had huge detail, but the overall arc, you know, with Ahsoka um, going after Thrawn and searching for Ezra and stuff like that. So yeah, it's no, it's no surprise that this is a thing. And maybe under different circumstances, if um, things hadn't panned out the way they have for Filoni maybe he would have gone on and done another series of Rebels in the same way that he went on and done uh, uh, and done another series of, of The Clone Wars. Um, you know, because he clearly loves his animation still. He's still all over it now with the Bad Batch and, and everything. So it's just the way that things have panned out. And it's probably one of those things like, and he's, he's probably said that to a lot of people. Like if I hadn't have done this, a lot of this stuff would have probably ended up in Rebels 5 anyway. So it's as good as, you know, it's as good as that, really. But well, the thing is with Rebels Four as well, they did this. They did the time jump at the end, so it's almost like he knew that it would. If Rebels Five did exist, it would be the search for Ezra. It was. He left it like that on purpose. If you weren't going to do that, you would have, you would have done an ending where it segued into Rogue One or New Hope or something. And I know mm. it did that. We got Yavin and so on and so forth, but it didn't do it as explicitly as he could have. You know, it it could it could have been something very on the nose, you know, very mm. on, like Hera turning down, getting an old guy and some young kid off Tatooine, you know, it could. there's those little things that he could have done to add to the law that he didn't do. If he wanted to wrap it, he could have done and say, right, this is where this fits and it's done. And it's cool because yeah. it does fit, but it's but he didn't, he, he shot the epilogue and I think that's important. So mm. I'm excited for it, man. I've got a lot of hope for this series. I think it's going to be very interesting indeed. I think it's going to be, because it's Ahsoka, because it's Filoni, because it's Rebels, I just think we're going to see a lot of, and because it's Thrawn, I think we're going to see a lot of stuff where you're like, wow, right, this is mint. Yeah, and I think it's going to be, out of all the stuff that we've had over the last couple of years on Disney+, Plus, I have a feeling it will be, and it sounds weird, it will be one of the most Star Wars-y things that we've seen. And which the other stuff is that's not quite that, that's not a bad thing. Like Andor was amazing, but that could have been any kind of espionage spy thriller. It just happened to be set in the world of Star Wars, you know, with that particular character. It would have worked with a new IP or, you know, something like that for the most part. But that didn't feel, you know, that wasn't all like pew, pew, pew and lightsabers and the force and everything. So I think this is going to feel a lot like, you know, very Star Warsy. So yeah, we'll see. Um, We'll see what the crack with that is. And that's August, right? It drops end of mm-hmm. August. 
August 23rd, so... Yeah. Not long at all, man. Not long at all. Good. Booyah. Right. Right. From one... <laughs> that's a very generic link. From one Star Wars character to another. Oh, very good. Well <laughs> done. Oh, steady. Easy. Here we go. It's Wednesday. Boba Fett. If there was a movie starring Boba Fett, apparently it would have been a Western. An old fistful of dollars. That kind of old Clint Eastwoody vibe, apparently. So, Old Man Gold, the guy that's making the, the origin story of the Force. Sorry, the Jedi. has um, He's been out and about as well. He's been out. Doing Talking about things. And, um, and uh, sorry, no, this is Kath, sorry. This is Kath. Once again, Kath, talking about things. But she referenced, as part of the upcoming um, Dawn of the Jedi movie, um, Mangold himself, and basically said, uh, on the set of the latest Indiana Jones film, they were talking about Star Wars, as you do. And one of the things that was pitched was a standalone Boba Fett movie. And uh, the vibe, apparently, that was put to her was, you know, this could be cool. It could be an old Western. St- you know, the vibe for the Mandalorian mm-hmm. in the first season was very much like that anyway. So I think they were going to continue that from that elk, you know, that um, very sandy um, little cantina in the middle of a desert, little town mm-hmm. and Western stuff going on. And, uh, of course, we know that that was binned very early on. In fact, um, whenever they were asked about a Boba Fett film, they always said, yeah, there's no plans for that. There's no discussions or anything. It turns out there mm-hmm. was a bit of a discussion about it, but it didn't really get off the ground. Um, and then he went on to basically say, I didn't want to do that anyway, because as we spoke about in last week's episode, when he was interviewed, he basically said he has no interest in using current characters and getting involved in you know, the big uh, overarching pressure of, of all the law that's involved in... Um, the busy timeline of Star Wars. So he much, mm-hmm. you know, way preferred going back to the beginning and telling what he says, or he pitched it as a Ten Commandments um, of the Force. So, dude, we could have had a Boba Fett film, and it could have been a tasty little spaghetti Western-style thing, but um, I'm not too fussed, dude, that this didn't happen, based on the book of Boba Fett. No, it uh, it's funny, because like you said, the first season of Mando was going down that route, and it was great for it, but I, I, I think a, a, a big part of that charm is that it wasn't Boba Fett and it wasn't bogged down by the need to tell the story of what happened to Boba Fett. And I think Mangold's a, a wise guy in, 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 in regards, certainly with Star Wars, you know, he's, he's just took on Indiana Jones, but, you know, certainly with Star Wars, not taking on characters that you would know because, you know, that it's Facebook twats, isn't it? You're going to get them. So whereas... There's a better chance if you've got new characters, if you do it right, that you're not that you're gonna you're gonna have a bigger sandbox to play in, and you're gonna be able to create something like Filoni did with Ahsoka, that has got time to sort of shape itself and become the thing that is is stand out. And I think that's what's happened with the Mandalorian. Um, I just, yeah, I just don't. I'm like you, like I'm, I'm pretty ambivalent on this one. Like I'm just, I'm not sorry this didn't happen. It would, uh, we'd have gone to see it, wouldn't we? But, and, <laughs> course, and I like a spaghetti yeah. Western, but I'm just, I'm, it, the story would have had to be bloody good for it not just to be, oh, here's this Western exact story that you see in Westerns. 
but it's in space with Boba Fett. You'd have to be really careful with that. Really careful. Yeah, yeah, defo. You'd have to, um, you'd have to nail the story. It'd have to be, I don't know, in order for that to have worked, it would have to have been pretty different to what we got. I mean, the stuff that they spoke about early on, um, mm-hmm. it, the uh, apparently a lot of that stuff was reworked and tweaked a little bit and ended up in the book of Boba Fett anyway. But I feel, and that, that in itself is not a bad thing, but I feel like they would have had to, I don't know, just changed it up enough of a degree that it would have worked as a standalone film. Because let's face it, the book of Boba Fett ended up being a little bit of an outlier in the end. It was just a bit, yeah, it's hard to put your finger on uh, on that because there was a, a a multitude of things that ended up with that, that ended up just making it feel a little bit, yeah, like nowhere near as good as Mando, you know. No, and it was just like, it was, it was just like a weird characterization. Like you had, you know, you had that kind of badass, you know, it was a gunslinger, you know, it was, it was the man with no name. It was like the, 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 the kind of wandering badass. And he sort of, yeah, all of that was lost. And I just, again, is this, if this wasn't Boba Fett, would people have liked the book of whatever it was called? But because it's Boba Fett, we expected a certain Boba Fett-esque-ness to it and we didn't get it. Yeah. So it's back to that. And it, um, yeah, you're right. But I think yeah. it was justified in this regard because you wanted to see him be Boba Fett. Yeah, I wanted to see him go hunt some stuff down and, you know, go and figure out what happened to, to the Kaminoans, go and figure out what happened to Luke, go and figure out like every, like you could have brought the prequels and the sequels together so much nicer with this because he was a guy that was around. Yeah. Yeah, you're right with that, man. A lot of people wanted to see Boba Fett as he was in The Empire Strikes Back, mm-hmm. predominantly. They wanted that Boba Fett. And instead, we got this kind of soul-searching, bit of a reset to the character thing. Um, and the stuff with the sound people and stuff wasn't terrible. It wasn't too good. It reminded me of the old Kenobi book. You know, they mm, exactly. pulled some, some bits out of that. It's not terrible. I don't know. Just didn't just didn't land, did it? Anyway. No. Uh, I think I don't think it helped putting the Mando stuff in there as well. Oh, like no. If you'd have spent two more episodes working on Boba Fett, it could have been better. And like the biker gang, the props were shite, the the whole approach to that was shocking. It was it just did not fit. It did not fit at all. Mm-hmm. Spot on, mate. Spot on. Anyway, that was the Book of Boba Fett film that we could have had. <laughs> Fortunately, we didn't. And we got some of it in the in the series anyway. Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi is, uh, you know, that show that was on a little while ago? No, no, no I've not heard of it. The Thing, yeah. The Thing with uh, Ewan McGregor. He basically plays as Jedi, he, you know, Survive Order 66. Mm, went I on did the, not know that. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, it was pretty successful. It was pretty sweet. And uh, what they've done now is they've added it to this series of like behind the scenes, creative chit chat, Zoom call style of show um, where they essentially just get the people that were involved in the making, not starring in it, but just um, writers, producers, editors, those sorts of people. They get them all on a Zoom call and then just wax around, you know, their contribution to making the program and a little bit behind the scenes and a few little nuggets of uh, coolness there 
it's called Behind the Slates, and it's on Disney Plus. They've done it for a few other um, TV shows and whatnot, and that's now available to watch, dude, on Disney Plus. And uh, I've seen a little bit of. I watched the first ten minutes of it um, last night, just before I came to bed. I'm going to watch the rest later, but it's pretty. Um, it's pretty good. I wouldn't say it's like the most insightful thing you're ever going to see or watch. You know, it's um, it's fairly standard. You know, it's um, the the kind of Hollywood behind the scenes stuff chat that you would expect. It's like, yeah, so uh, when this object, uh, idea was first announced, you know, we uh, we had a chat about it, and then we approached Ewan. You know, Ewan was uh, up for it, and we went from you know, it's that kind of thing. And but it is pretty cool. So those of you that really liked the the six episode run Obi Wan Kenobi, dive into that and get a little bit of a behind the scenes flavor on that stuff. It's pretty good, dude. Good man. Yeah, I, I sort of do. I like do I like those things. I find it hard to to stick with those kind of documentaries. You know, I've got to really <laughs> love the thing, and I love Obi Wan, but. I don't know. I, I don't know. I find them hard to watch sometimes. I like them and I get it. I just, I've got to be really in the mood for it, you know? Yeah, they're not the same anymore, I find these days. The, the last one that I found that was really good was the Terminator 2 one. Nice. Because it had the cheesy trailer guy doing the narrative, uh, you know, <laughs> narrating what's going on through it. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jim Cameron talk about you know all that stuff and it just One made it f- like to be in a star wars <laughs> film that discovers the force i would call it the arnold force and people would tell me are you a sith and i would say i am arnold and this is the arnold force and then we would steal a station wagon and i would rip pages out of every phone book i saw using the force <laughs> bumping force when I see my new friends, <laughs> my ladies, I say, you want the Arnold for us? <laughs> That's an offer that That's how I recruit my cleaners. Can we <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, it's Big Luke. Look, it's <laughs> Big Anakin. Uh, it's Big Ben Solo. Look how good you look. Brilliant. Come on. Come to the dark side. Come on, do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear the tragedy? Of John Connor. John Connor. <laughs> it turns out that the Arnie starring in Star Wars was a droid all along. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that's a crossover we need. I'm a cybernetic organism descended from C-3PO droid. You're basically a gonk droid, mate. You just look humanoid. Ah, you're just a ripped gonk droid because <laughs> gonk was sick of the shit that he yeah. got. He started training. Duke, imagine, just imagine for a second... You're watching the prequel trilogy and um, the dude with all the arms who kills the Jedi and he's got all their lightsabers. Oh, Grievous. Grievous. And it turns yeah. out that, imagine if it was like a T-800 Terminator. That'd be good. Mate, that's it. Arnie's in. That'd be Don't, good. We can get him in. We can get him in, Star Wars. It's not just impossible. Keep, now, just keep pitching ideas for him. I think yeah. we've nailed this one. Like he's got, look at the range he's got. He can be, he can be a big, strong guy. He can be a big, strong guy that's funny and knows he's big and strong and plays it down. He can be a big, strong robot. And he can be a big, strong guy that doesn't act like he's a big, strong guy. But really, people make quips about his big, strong guyness whilst getting Christmas toys for his kid. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, the, that's range, That's man. the range we're talking about. Yeah, oh, that's mate. like, why is he not in Scorsese? Oh, that reminds me of um, when Ricky Gervais was presenting one of the Golden Globes one year. And he's, and he's, uh, he's bringing out Stallone. And he's like, the next guest, he's going to announce the whatever award. One of the most versatile actors, you know, <laughs> on the planet. Over the years, he's played a boxer, a soldier. <laughs> and he turns the card over and he's like, it's Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> 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 so yeah, the, the range is, um, for those guys, the old action guys, you know, it's like, we don't need, we don't need to play emotional characters. We don't need to play sadness. We just play over the top tongue in cheek, you know, that's it. Yeah. 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 And honestly, like, I'll be straight with you. I'd rather see Arnie in Star Wars than The Rock. Oh, The Rock would be useless, wouldn't he? Because he'd wear he a camo be... shirt. Yeah. A khaki shirt, sorry. Look Some confused. Camo pants. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I read you, mate. Oh, yeah. No, let's get Arnie in it. I'm up for yeah. it. I'm in. Yep. I'm in. Defo. From Arnie to toys. Last mm. story. Let's close this out with, if you're in the UK, if you're in the UK, then you may have seen the May the Toys Be With You toy exhibition that's uh, kicked off its UK tour. I can't remember where it was previously for the first run. Might have been in London. Mm-hmm. Now it's moved on to the next place, which is up in Gloucester. That's there now. It's open this weekend and it's going to run up until the 30th of September this year before it moves on to its next location. So this is um, essentially, as the name suggests, it's an exhibition showing all of the Star Wars toys right back from the original figures from Kenner back in the the late 70s, early 80s, all the way through and um, basically just a chronicle of all the evolution of Star Wars toys and some really cool um, bits in the exhibition got some of those really old school original figures mint condition some of the old um prototype boba fett's that are worth a lot of money and you know some really cool stuff anyway it's been overseen and curated by a guy called matt fox which is apparently the bulk of his um collection um inspired this but he goes on to say a bit of a brag here a bit of a bit of a thing he's like well this stuff you see here it's just the tip of the iceberg of what i've got back in the garage so feast your eyes upon it all and just be jealous that I've got this times seven in boxes, yeah? But anyway, it's opened up in Gloucester and tickets are available now, which are roughly... No, I've got the price here. So if you're an six adult... Quid. Six, six quid. Oh, he's done it. Just six done quid it. on the nose. Just say it. Just say it out loud. Just say six quid. Six pounds. And yeah. uh, if you're six Mark's quid. age, four pound fifty. Yeah. Under under 18s, two pound fifty. Ages 18 to 25, three pound fifty. Like minimum wage back in my day, that... Hold on a minute. Yeah. If you're an adult, it's six quid. But if you're an adult aged 18 to 25, oh, yeah. it's three pounds. Hold on. So you have to be 26 and above to be an adult. Brilliant. All day long. Yep. Fair enough. Well, we're not going to be adults for a while then. I was going to say. Anyway, the exhibition, the exhibition is in Gloucester. So Where if you're near Gloucester? that area. Is that near you? Ah, oh, it's about an hour, hmm, nearly two hours away from me, I think. I'm going to Google Maps it. Oh, Gloucester. I think oh, it's down do towards know West Country. I'm actually going down there on Friday. I'm driving past it. Yeah, it's near L- Cheltenham, literally. isn't it? Tewkesbury. Yeah, yeah I'm staying at Tewkesbury. 
Oh, dude, it's down the road. Down the M5, I, I think. shit you not. I'm staying at Tewkesbury. Hang fire. Get us Googling. Tewkesbury. Yes, please. I'm pretty sure it's like the M4, the M... Yeah, the M5. That runs it's vertical, right on. It? I'm going past the bloody thing. There you go. Sorry, fam. We're just making a quick pit stop at this place. I just need to run in here. I'll be three hours. Just entertain yeah. yourselves for a bit, and I'll be out in a minute. Oh, that's Bob on, is that? <laughs> Let's have a look where it is from. Where do you live? Scotland. Uh, I think it's at an hour, and I'm sure it's like an hour and a half at least. Yeah, you. one hour 53 from you. Uh, a couple of hours, mate. Yeah. Chuck through Chipping Norton. It's nice round, good one. Jeremy Clarkson, country. Is it? It's where his farm is, yeah, diddly squat. Oh, I mean, Kieran goes on about that. I've not watched it, but Jeremy Clarkson just annoys me. It's like he's had his day, isn't it? But he's clinging yeah. on, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he's the Keith Chegwin of our era. <laughs> oh, Cheggers. Yeah. Remember that? Like yeah. when we were a bit younger, it was like, well, when we were very young, it's like Chegwin's on it. You're joking, Chegwin's on it. And then you got to like the late 90s, like Keith Chegwin's on it. And then he's like the parody style in the office and you're like, yeah, he's not. And can Clarkson's yeah. like that now. He's There's like a few the like Noel that knocking about now. Yeah, of, Noel yeah. Edmonds is another one. <laughs> well, I can't get on TV for love nor money, but that's another story. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> just do uh, Lucky Likeys. Um, so we've got uh, David Beckham. Um, we've got, uh, who's the other one? Dave Benson Phillips. You're not anywhere near famous enough to, to have a look at Lucky. I know one of the guys that say might still work on Parky. Um. <laughs> I just want people to listen, but they won't. Oh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what it offers. <laughs> Parky. <laughs> well, see, the problem with that is that <laughs> you sort of got to have done something. <laughs> right? You're supposed to big me up, aren't you? Do you want to have a drink? God. Yes. <laughs> oh my god anyway that. that's all the stories wrapped up in a nice little bow for you that's happening in the world of Star Wars and let's take a pin in it there that was episode 191 It's been great to talk through the Star Wars news, as always. To be honest with you, mate, we haven't really enlightened many people this week with Star Wars news. It's just been a case of, she said that about the things that you sort of already knew. And, you know, some of the headlines from these blogs are like, yeah, it's a big thing. And then when you dig in, it's like, yeah, it's, it's the thing, in it? It's the thing. So I don't want to end on a down, of course not. But, you know, in terms of enlightenment, uh, it's part of the course. Yeah, there's not been a ton, has there? But uh, I think that's often the case, isn't it? People take... Do you know what I've noticed recently? They did, they're doing it with James Gunn at the minute. Like, um, it goes on one interview. So it did the Michael Rosenbaum podcast, and then they'll sli- like, there's a new story every day. Yeah. But it's basically like a sentence from that podcast interview that's then classed as news. And I'm like, oh, fair enough. I suppose you got to get your clicks. But, yeah. yeah got that's Star clicks Wars. In. Yeah, defo. It's like when you can foresee that it's going to be a slow Star Wars month you start to just um, dissect your news a little bit string it out once a week another sentence I read you yeah that's all yeah. We're all good we're all good it's all good though dude um, one thing I'm happy about though is the um, is Kath going on record to say stuff 
it's so refreshing to hear that because she normally sort of uh, we just hear it via second hand or Chinese whispers so that's good that's good anyway thank you very much Star Wars um, Spark of Rebellion listener for listening to another episode remember to like and follow us on the socials you can do that on Twitter and Instagram. Just go to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Twitter or forward slash Instagram. Uh, we chat Star Wars throughout the week, so come and get involved over there. Make sure that you are following on your preferred podcast app of choice. That way you won't miss an episode every Saturday when it lands. And if you want to support the show, if you like what we do around here, you can toss us a few bucks over on sparkofrebellion.com forward slash support. Choose your light or dark side. And uh, thank you very much to our current supporters. You guys are awesome. Thank you very much for your continued support. Dude, until next week, it's been cool as always. Always a pleasure, mate. Yeah, I'll probably not actually be here next week. I'm on holiday, Anna. So I don't know if you're you flying solo or are we having a week off. Don't know, do we? Uh, unless there's. Actually, no, we'll fly solo. Yeah. We'll put something out. Yeah. Yeah. You'll probably do a gaming one knowing you. You're into your gaming, aren't you? Knowing me. Knowing you, you bloody bugger lugs. But you know, I'll see you when I get back. I'll be back on the uh, for the episode on the 15th. So, uh, will it be the 15th? No, it won't. Yeah, it will. For the episode on the 15th. I'll see you then. It will be the 15th, yeah. Yeah. See you then, dude. Right, until next time, you lot, take care of yourselves and may the force be with you always. <laughs>